One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello and welcome to the of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host Peter, joined as always by Tom and Donny. How are you doing, Donny? I'm fine, thank you. Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not too bad. That's the pleasantries, definitely. Right, first of all, <laughs> the AFFS Royal Rumble uh, is continuing on. The scores updated yesterday. Us three are still flying the podcast flag. We're all still in it. There's two game weeks left before the other cut. I'll remind people after the next two game weeks, which will be next weekend because of the mid-game week. The final three of each group will be eliminated, and then there's one big mega group. The scores are reset, and we go again. So you might be flying high like uh, Scott Prem Fantasy, but I think the highest overall points so far, but that gets wiped when we start again after the next two game weeks, and then it's a race to the title. And what else? Nope, that's that finished. The league, our own league first. I'll start there. So the top three is changed at the top. Yep, number three, McCogan, 92. With one five four zero points, and doubt number two is E six Hammers one five four four points, and up to number one after a good game week is Melvino ninety sixty eight with one five six seven points. So that's only out of the way. So let's go to the Mega League, and we'll go through our score rank. I'll go first because I'm also the lowest rank at the three is not for long, but guys, not for long. Uh, 90 points this week for me. Clark and Goal, 7. Strain, 12. That was a transfer in. Captain Tara, 30. Cochrane, 6. Kelly, 6. Barisic, 7. So a very strong back line. Tillman, 3. Jota, 12. Hatati, 3. Who missed out on 4 by like 4 passes because Andrew subbed them. And up top, Shanklin, 2. And Furuhashi, vice captain, 2. Another on the bench, which takes me now up to tied 35th of the world. So it's two good game weeks in a row. So over to you, Tom. Uh, yep, so I'm uh, Red Arrow for me this week, 28th. Um, I got a total of 81 points. Um, I had Carson in goals for six, uh, Strain for 12, Captain Tav got me 30, Cochrane got me six, and Sean Kelly got me six. In midfield, I had Tillman for three, Ginelli for one, and Yota for 12. Up front, Shanklin two, Vice Captain Furuhashi for two, and Duke got me one. Donnie yourself? Okay, so I had a red arrow as well. Um, I'm down to 17th at the moment. So 
So in goals, there's my one change. I took in Birgitti, uh, got me one point. Captain Tav, 30. Sean Kelly, 6. Cochrane, 6. Carter Vickers, 6. Um, Tillman, 3. Jota, 12. Stephen Kelly, 3. Morelos, 6. Shanklin, 2. Vice-captain Furuhashi, 2. So that was 77 points. Global score, 1551, 17th overall. Just on that, I was looking at the kind of top 10, 15, 20 as my next goal is looking, but it's quite bunched up. So it's like one good game, <clears throat> one bad game week can be a great green arrow. So yes, uh, getting to that point now. Right. So we'll go through the results first in a bit. Sometimes. So the game weeks over the last week were St. Mirren 1, Motherwell 0, Ross County 3, Kilmarnock 0, Rangers 2, St. Johnson 0, Hibs 6, Aberdeen 0. Game of the week, Donny. Livingston nil, Hearts nil, and Dundee did nil, Celtic two. So, Tom, over to you. Uh, yep, so we'll start off with the, the fixture of the game week, which is Hibs 6, Aberdeen nil. Um, we had a goal from Josh Campbell, a second goal from Josh Campbell with an assist from Newell. Ellie Ewan with, scored with an assist from Newell. Nisbet with an assist from Josh Campbell. Josh Campbell again with the penalty. Um, and William Fish scored with an assist from Josh Campbell. Um, Liam Scales got a red card. Um, Aberdeen didn't get a single shot on target. Um, Jim Goodwin was obviously sacked immediately at full time. Um, wonder if it was a mutiny or a rift in the dressing room. So time will tell with that. Um, if Aberdeen get a good result this game week, then perhaps it was. Uh, obviously, Josh Campbell um, was the, the man of the match for this one. Uh, I think that was the highest score ever for a, a single game week in Fantasy Football Scotland history. Um, with 30 points, obviously got the hat-trick, the two assists and the three bonus. Um, we said last week he was in form, but I didn't expect that. Certainly not enough to, to bring him in. Um, I doubt I would have done it anyway because I had to uh, manage the roost situation, um, but never mind. Um, with Nisbet, um, he's obviously in decent form as well, but this is the last day of the transfer window, so Hibs play tonight, but... Um, Will he still be here or will there be a transfer pending? Obviously, Wigan have showed some interest. Millwall have showed some interest. Um, Wigan also made a double bid for him and Josh Campbell. So um, something to, to keep an eye on there. Um, Aberdeen, obviously, and avoid until we kind of see what their, their form situation is. Um, so what's your thoughts on this one, Peter? Was it a mutiny? Uh, it's definitely... You don't get beat 6-0 unless you're not playing for the manager anymore. I mean, there's... Professional pride at play at some point, so I don't think Jim Goodwin is that bad a manager that the players don't know what they're doing. So I mean, it's Man looking half decent when he was there. They looked okay in patches when he went to Aberdeen, but something's obviously happened behind the scenes, and I'll probably come out in the wash at some point. Hibs, a couple of good players there you've mentioned, maybe be on people's list, but two things to consider. The first one you mentioned was the transfer window, so maybe hold it this week if I'm still there, and. Two, if you're building towards, if you've only got no, if you've got no wild cards or something like that, you're building towards that blank, then they obviously blank. So, as much as Hibs do appeal, but then again, they were playing Aberdeen, so how <laughs> do you take away a pinch of salt? They're on the radar, they can improve their form, but I'm not interested until I, A, the window shuts tonight, this time there's podcast out, and also the game week blank, that's me. Yep. Donnie? Okay, so being from Aberdeen, I decided to support my local team this weekend. Um, they've not been in a good run of form. Um, however, they did lose a barrage of goals 
Thankfully for me, that was Cove Rangers who lost 5-0 and not to be done, Aberdeen went one better um, to lose 6-0. Um, I think that's probably them rock bottom now um, and that they did get rid of the manager. Um, I think it was something to do with Goodwin. I think if you take it back to the start of the season, you got rid of Brown, you got rid of Considine, um, the Ramirez situation effectively stripped him of his number nine. So I think it's just taken till now and everyone's probably just had enough of them and that was the easiest way to get them out. But when you watch the game, they just, you know, Hibs who have been in a bad run of form themselves just made it look so easy. You think of that team that were 2-1 up against Rangers um, at Pataudry, um not that long ago to where they are now. They're just absolutely capitulated. But uh, yeah, Campbell grabbing the headlines. I thought Ewan had a good game. Um, he could be a differential up front. Um, but, you know, anyone who's still got Aberdeen assets, I guess you've only got yourself to blame there because they're so bang out of form. Whether that'll turn around, I mean, they've got two, they do have two home games, um, which I guess will help, but then play Celtic. So um, I don't know if I would make that move just yet. Um, Hebs, again, they've been bang out of form, but, you know, does this make up for it or is it a flash in the pan? They are the early team news tonight. So I guess if you do fancy Campbell or Nisbet, you'll get to see it um, before you make any changes. So Campbell, I think, is worth a punt. He was always dead cheap. Um, so I can't imagine that's changed over the weeks. You and I thought, as I say, was good. And Nisbet, if he's still a head player, um, could be good as well. But um, as I say, for Aberdeen, they've, as I say, they've sunk as probably low as they'll go now. So whether Robson can do anything, with um, the current team, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, Robson. This is this his first time managing Robson. He's not been the manager anywhere yeah, else. Yeah, well, I think he's involved with the the youths behind the scenes. Still a big step up, so that's yeah. not something I've been telling anyway. It's a big ask. Yeah. Um, our next fixture then we've got Rangers two, St Johnston nil. Uh, it was a Tav penalty, and Kamara got the second goal with an assist from Morelos. Uh, for St Johnston, Nicky Clark seen the red card uh, in the 37th minute. Um, I think St Johnston are a void just now, so I won't go too much into them. Uh, we've seen uh, Todd Campwell start for Rangers. Um, he, he, he probably needs some time to bed in, so we can't really take too much away from that. Um, Morelos still seems to be the favoured striker. He had six shots in this game, three on target, and he did miss a couple of big chances, so... Um, Probably the, the striker to go for at Rangers. Um, it was a decent haul from Tav. Um, good captain shout this week because uh, we have been kind of experimenting a little bit recently with our captaincy. So um, just a reminder, maybe uh, back onto the always captain Tav mantra. Um, um, one of my considerations is, though, um, is it time to move off Tillman? Um, so I'm, th- I'm thinking that one over this week. Maybe, Donnie, you can inspire me, would you think? Yeah, I think if you were going to come off Tillman, you'd probably go to the defence. I think I mentioned this last week. I think if you had Tav and Barisic, um, you're probably going to point score better than the midfield. So just on the, the Cantwell situation, obviously our, our first signing of the window. Um, given a run out at home at St Johnston's probably the best you're going to get. I don't see him starting against Hearts. I think you'll probably see Sakala come back in um, and he'd maybe be a first change um, on there, so don't jump on him immediately. But yeah, the Tav penalty, um, Captain Tav, you know, just shows you can't ever sway away from it. Thirty points um, was a good one to have. 
Um, looking at the flashpoints within the game, we also had the red card and then the, the jack tackle. For what it's worth, I, I probably think they're both red cards. Um, Clark doesn't mean it by any means, but it is a nasty follow through. And, and Jack was sent off for a similar challenge. Um, I think it was maybe last season against Aberdeen. Um, and Jack just makes a challenge as a result of the initial tackle. He kind of goes to get retribution and, and goes in hard. So I think there probably should have been both reds um, in, in fairness. But I don't agree with Mark Reynolds. He said it should have been a, a penalty to St. Uh, to St. Johnston, even though the, the foul took place in their box. I was watching that with my pal, right? And I, I, he was watching it and I was talking to his wife at the caravan. When I seen it, I forgot who was playing at whose end. And I went like, surely <laughs> if that's a foul, that's a penalty. And then he went, because he was welting back that way, we forgot what it was. Yeah, so I thought that was quite amusing. <laughs> a rare goal from Kamara. Um, Morelos with the assist, which was good for me. I've still got him in my team. Um, getting six points, which in terms of the strikers this weekend... A lot of them blanked, so that was a good return. So, yeah, I've got the same note down here. If you're running Tav, Barisic and Tillman, um, that, that might work out going forward. Campwell, um, possibly, depending on how he comes on. And if we ever sign Raskin, um, he might be a shout as well. But St. Johnston, hard avoid. Rangers, a routine win. So, happy with that. Yep. Peter, anything to add to that? Video assisting Rangers. That is all. I'm only kidding on. Uh, <laughs> St Johnson, I said last time, they have come back from the World Cup break. Absolutely dire form. They're one of the teams I wouldn't even go anywhere near, not even for punting. Uh, Rangers, I thought they played decent enough without looking too spectacular, so 2 0 was kind of decent enough. Obviously, the Barisic didn't work for me last week, Barisic worked this week, so I'm happy with that. We'll go into the fixtures later. We've got, we've all got a wee dilemma with the amount of players we've got playing each other in these games coming up. But uh, I am happy with Barisic going forward, Tavernier obviously, and it was Tillman I was thinking as well, because you've now potentially, if that, is it Raskin? Raskin? Yeah. Yeah, if he signs it, you're going to have more players that can play these positions, you're going to have this kind of dilemma, you can see we've got Celtic midfield where you just pick the nailed one and go for it, rather than run the risk of Cantwell comes in, Sakala comes in, Tillman comes in, so it's one to watch going forward, but if Tillman starts his minutes managed, I think I'd be looking to go elsewhere. Yep. Yep. Um, our next fixture then, we have Ross County 3, Kilmarnock 0. Um, we had goals from Brophy, Jordan White and Danda. Assists came from Kenny. We had got two assists from Kenny. And uh, uh, our old friend Ross Callahan also got an assist as well. Uh, it seemed that Kilmarnock missed the suspended Danny Armstrong. Um, and uh, I wasn't expecting a, a bigger scoreline as that, but um, here we are. Uh, Kenny got two assists. These were his first assists of the season and he's only had one goal prior to this game. Uh, Danda, this was his first goal of the season. Uh, Jordan White does have two goals in two games, but he is prone to, to barren spells, so I wouldn't be ready to, to jump on Ross County just yet. So I'd probably say they're still an avoid from me. Um, at Kilmarnock, I still like Ash Taylor, I still like Danny Armstrong. Um, however, still, they're the only two that I would consider at this point. And um, I, do, I do kind of just see them as like sort of your... Uh, fifth midfielder, fifth defender kind of slot, um, rather than kind of your main points, your main guys for points. Um, but other than that, no other players really really stand out in this fixture. Um, Peter, what's, what's your thoughts here? didn't really see this one coming, but I suppose this is what happens when you're playing to the bottom. I'm, I'm still not convinced with any of the teams. I was surprised Kilmarnock <clears throat> could beat so easily because 
normally expect the guys to at least have them set up. I mean, I know it's different. They played against Celtic twice and they looked like they were rigid defensively. I suppose they're going to go for it more against Ross County, the leader sell open, but still, if Ross County can show this for a couple of games, then maybe we can start running their cheap defenders again, maybe back at Lacafetti or a midfielder, but there's still, there's only three teams out with the top three that kind of have interest for me that they look decent on paper when they play as none. Dundee United and Livingston don't know if any agree with that. I think that's the three teams who I think would be yeah. my fifth choice players in different position in an ideal world because at least they all seem to have competent managers who have competent tactics. The rest I have really no interest in, that including these two. Sorry, hey, go off track. No, actually, right. <laughs> Johnny, what do you think? No, I'd agree with that. Um, for me, these are the games that Kelly need to win. Um, if they are going to get themselves off the bottom of the table. And as yet, I don't think they've won a game away from home all season. Um, so it just shows you how bad out of form they are. Um, same as you guys, it was a, a surprise scoreline, but Ross County have freshened up in the transfer window. Um, Brophy and Kenny um, both brought into the, the team. So whether that's just freshened things up for them, we'll need to wait and see. But I don't think the score was enough <clears throat> to show off either team or to turn away from what we've already got. So from that point of view, I'm just going to stay away from both of these sides. Yep. Um, St Mirren 1, Motherwell 0. Um, we got a goal from Maine and assist from Strain. Um, Maine gets a lot of shots on target, but his scoring record isn't that great. Uh, he does have four goals and two assists this season. He's perhaps a consideration given the upcoming double game week for St Mirren in game week 25. However, I'd probably be <clears throat> holding off that one until closer to the time. Um, for Strain, I, I think he's a great option. Um, he offers both attacking and defensive returns, and he is the third highest scoring defender in the game. Um, so he's he's a keep for me. Um, Ayunga was on the bench for this game. He's obviously been quite popular this season, but uh, after um, his kind of long spell out, he's not really been the same player um, as he was prior to that. So um, I'm probably going to keep an eye on things with 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 the younger for the time being. I'm I'm not going to be rushing to to get him in um, until I start to kind of see some more um, returns from him again. Um, Motherwell, again, not really a consideration. Van Veen's we kind of mentioned last week. He kind of offers some hauls here and there, but there is a lots of ones, twos, and threes mixed in between, and the striker role in our teams is quite competitive and I think there's maybe perhaps better options still. Um, so, again, Van Veen's maybe one to, to keep on the back burner for the, for the time being. Uh, Donny, thoughts? Yeah, <clears throat> so a lot of the, the same things that I've got written down here. Um, the main strain partnership um, worked out well. I know a lot of teams have strain um, maybe as a bench trick player and got nice points this weekend. Um, but as for Main, I don't think he does enough as you say, to make you move from where we are at the moment. You mentioned Ayunga there. He came on as a sub, but then he went off injured. And I think it's quite a bad one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think you'll see him for the next few weeks. So in terms of double game weeks, um, you're going to probably have to look elsewhere. Um, the, both teams do have good fixtures, um, including double game weeks ahead. And so it probably is something you want to dip into. Um, strain would definitely be a hold in terms of the St. Mirren uh, defence and for me and I, I imagine everyone else whenever they see Motherwell's name being mentioned it would be Van Veen I would plump him in for a double game week and then probably take him out as you see he, 
he scores and then goes quiet for weeks. But if you can get him at the right time, I mean, he's already scored a hat trick this season, so um, you could come up good there. So, in terms of a punt when it gets to the double game week, I, I might dip in there um, just to, just to see where we're at. But strain definitely, definitely someone you can bank on um, and worth having. But um, Mother will bang out of form, as Peter said, they're getting quite reliable this season. Um, so yeah, good result for them. Yep, Peter, anything to add there? Yep, start Motherwell, can I agree? The only one I've kind of ever had my own would be Van Veen, and again, it was only me, like Donnie mentioned, double game week. You take a punt of your cheaper striker and see if you catch him on that hole, you could be lucky, could not be. Motherwell's my team, I think, is actually going to go down. I've been watching the last few weeks' highlights, I think they're the one that, I think they've done the same thing where they've hired a youth coach, hoping for the best. Sometimes you hire a youth coach, you get what you get because he's a youth coach. Maybe not ready for the first team management yet. He didn't really get them the manager boost today, and the team looks lackluster. I do like to follow the fans on Twitter and see what they say about it, and oh, they're not happy. They don't see it much changes. They've not had much transfer news either, so I think he's going to go with the same squad at the end of the season, and I don't know if he's got the tactical nose to get out of this mess. So then a... The younger thing I was going to bring up, Tom, because I don't know if you're thinking about him. he was on my radar this week for a transfer, but also that's been scuppered. Uh, and also Carson off injured as well, or he was out with an injury. I think he has went for a scan, I believe, Robertson said. So he might not actually play tonight. So it might not be a long-term thing, but, but the way he was saying is that he's hopeful, but it could be doubtful for the night. And then he started talking about the second-choice goalkeeper, so I don't know if that reading between the lines is he might miss the first game. I know you've got Carson and Tom, that's fair. Yeah, heads I know. Up. Uh, <laughs> so, transfer, I can have get Fee Livingston in there, and I think I need to get a demand Montano. So, I was thinking I'm midfielder, but a lot of the midfielders are getting linked away with moves tonight. So, you don't see team news. Like, I think Erahan's left. Did he, did he actually leave? I think he got his move. I think a bid was accepted, yeah. yeah. Uh, Buckus or Bukus, the Australian boy's been linked as well. So, it's whether I would double it, dip, dip in there. I'll talk about this later. Maybe go for Ahara because Tom mentioned before he's on pens. Or I could do a double up in defence, just bench one him until the game week and then you can move out again. I'll come to that later, but obviously that's my sitting dilemma because the keeper would be a good one to have in, but he's a doubt. And the youngest of one we all kind of stuck by most of the season and he's out for the foreseeable. And that's it. Yep. Um, next up, we've got Livingston, uh, nil, Hearts, nil. And um, although the scoreline's not very interesting, there was an interesting point I noticed here. Um, it's usually Janelli that starts down the middle for Hearts, but um, in this game, it was uh, a lad called Utaro Oda. Um, he was up front. Um, Janelli was on the bench. Uh, he came off at half time, but it wasn't Janelli that came on. Um, it was Garan Kual. I probably butchered these names. Um, but he came on at half time and got three shots on target and missed a couple of big chances. But I do think he's one to watch. Um, he's an 18-year-old striker. He's on loan from Newcastle. Uh, he previously played for Central Coast Mariners in Australia, um, where he got six goals and four assists in 16 league appearances. So not a bad record there. Um, he's a 4.9 million forward in the game, so one to keep an eye on. Um, for Hearts, they've had four clean sheets in the last five league games. Um, so it just goes to show um, Peter was right about Craig Gordon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so it's in Xander Clark we trust for, from now on um, in terms of Livingston there's uh, 
I don't think there's any standouts in this game, and they do have Selic next. Kilmarnock sandwiched in there between uh, the fixture after that, which is Rangers. So um, I suppose there could be a hold just now, considering they do play in game week 26. But um, I'm not as first on uh, Livingston as, as you guys. I've obviously got Sean Kelly. I think maybe if you had Stephen Kelly, you might have been uh, better off. But um, yeah, perhaps a hold because they're playing 26, depending on what your wildcard situation is, of course. Uh, I'll come to you this one, Peter. Yeah, I'd like to hear a wee card thing. So you've got a few cards falling your pockets everywhere. <laughs> uh, I'll start with Livingston. I, I do think, I know you, you're not as... So it's more so on the fact that point returns are quite steadily. You can just kind of plug in place a fifth-choice midfielder. Defense. Maybe not the striker, but the two at the middle in defence and, and go for it. I know I've started playing, I believe, a couple of younger boys now who are actually in cheaper again, 2.3, 2.4. Is it Pin Rice's one? Was that right, Tony? You confirm that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Boyce or Bryce or so just keep, keep an eye on if you if you're looking for funds and to Boys. Get more players in your team at, at higher price brackets, I think that's something to keep an eye on if they start holding down their position. And the forms up tons of the come in, so it's a good thing. Uh, I've got freedom right now. Obviously, I've mentioned this all the time. I don't really want to have freedom good for, so one will have to go. Harst steady enough it was one of the games and nobody looked really like scoring no no I was happy because obviously I had to double up with the defence and I was getting to that point today I was just double quick flicking the Twitter update to make sure no bloody hadn't scored a jammy goal somewhere so it would kill both my clean sheets didn't happen so I was happy with that Selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Tom mentioned they've got the, the, the play in the blank, so I suppose if you've got one or two, you'd hopefully see sudden glaring lobes out there. Otherwise, I don't know much to add. I think he's going to have three hearts, at least two hearts, but they're going to be blank soon as well. You just need to navigate it as it comes. Again, world card dependent, like Tom mentioned. Yep. Tony? Uh, it was actually the perfect result for me. There was no real damage done, um, and I managed to get a couple of clean sheets out of it. So I was pleased with the score line. I think the issue is, as Peter's touched on there, we've loaded up on Hearts, third best team in the league. That's okay. And Livy, they should have had the double game week, but the game was cancelled. And now they've played each other, and now they play Celtic and Rangers, so you're going to be hamstrung there. Um, I've always had a soft spot from Livingston, and you kind of just maybe have it over a season that they've done you well and you remember it. But they are good for the clean sheets. Um, midfield, I've got Kelly. I'm probably going to bin him. Um, for Hearts, I've got Snodgrass. I'm probably going to bin him as well um, in terms of just tidying things up. But... They are, they are a team you can just have a player sitting in there. I think Hearts, they probably made those changes ahead of the Rangers game to, um, on Wednesday. I think you'll see uh, Ginelli, Snodgrass go back into that midfield and um, that'll, that'll toughen them up. Um, Shankland a bit quiet um, recently. Um, it's a bit of a concern. Um, hopefully that doesn't come back to bite me on Wednesday. Um, but Livingston, yeah, another clean sheet in the next game. I'll be happy with that. Picked <laughs> up. Um, That's me. Yep, sorry. Uh, a final fixture then. Uh, Dundee United nil, uh, Celtic 2. Uh, we got a goal from Yota with an assist from Moy. And uh, Moy also scored a penalty as well. Um we did talk about Moy last week. He, he, I, I do think he's a good option. Um, obviously, he is on penalties. Um, he, he has had his haul now. Um, and Selig have kind of turned a bit of a corner in terms of the defensive form. I'm just wondering if the likes of Carter Vickers or Johnston, who are pretty nailed in that back line, um, are they going to outscore him with um, their kind of more, perhaps more consistent clean sheet returns um, than relying on Moy getting penalties and um, assists and stuff here and there? So, um, something to consider. Um, Maeda was benched again. Uh, Abada started, um, but Abada didn't do too much. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the new site, uh, striker, O, uh, he got a run out uh, for the final 10 minutes, so not really too much to report there on that one. Um, Yacht is obviously still a must-have. Um, there were times in the game where I felt that he was perhaps the only player uh, showing some creativity on the ball. Um, for Dundee United, um, I thought that they had a decent game. Uh, they showed resilience in defence. and uh, I thought Beragidi had a, had a decent game. Um, the clean sheets haven't been too regular for Dundee United recently, but they have predominantly played top half opposition. So um, they're going to play... Uh, when, they, when, sorry, when they previously played Ross County and St. Johnston, the clean sheets remained intact. And I think they faced them again, plus Kilmarnock over the next three or four game weeks. So um, a nice run, perhaps some, some clean sheets there. Um, I think Behich or Freeman could be uh, a good cheap option, or even uh, Burrigidi as mentioned before as well. Um, and they also do play in 26, so that is another plus point as well. Uh, Donny? 
Yeah, so I, I took in Birigiti this week. That was my one change um, for Roos, who's out injured. So it obviously wasn't for this game, um, but they play consistently um, over, over the next few weeks and, and do have generous fixtures for a price point as well. Um, I was getting value. So although I didn't do anything uh, to get me returns here, it's hopefully going to pay off uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, again, for the game, somewhat Rangers. It was routine. Didn't really struggle um, too much um, and managed to get over the line. Uh, Jota continuing his decent run. And obviously Moy was my differential last week um, with another standout performance. It's whether that, as you say, it can continue. Uh, United lost the game 9-0 last time out, so it was a much better performance. And again, like Peter says, this is a team, it's maybe through no foundation, but it's, you trust them more than the likes of a Motherwell or a Ross County. I think they do have the, the crux of a good squad in there. And what um, should be gone, um, and then they should have a more settled team there. Uh, for Celtic, uh, again, similar to what we had before Christmas, there's no early team news. Um, so you're just going to have to trust the selection. I think the team's been pretty much settled. Apart from that, Maeda spot, Maeda, Abada, Forrest, they seem to rotate. Everyone else kind of seems to be nailed on. Um, I've got Vickers, Jota and Kyogo, um, which has done me well this weekend. So um, Handy points. Um, hopefully Livingston, St Johnston and Aberdeen can maybe do a bit better um, over the next few weeks. But yeah. Our fixtures, Tony. I just checked. Tony, he's first. They just I know you missed it. I think they, they just haven't been pressed when I watched them play. Even though they lost some games, they've, they've been tight defeats. They've just looked tactically more astute. I think they do have. You said the makings a good team. I've more trust in having one of their players in than somebody else that the team mentioned before. So I think going forward, let's keep an eye on them, watching their highlights, and maybe go for one, two players. The keepers also really cheap. So is the Freeman defender, I think he's really cheap as well, starting defender. So there's two that stand out for cheap assets. Uh, Celtic, again, I think, Donny, you're right with the whole, it's pretty nailed on apart from that one position. But I think Abada done himself no favours this week with his performance. So if you have made a, and you're worried about get rid of him, I thought I'd give it the, the Pedro touch of death. I think he'll be back in for the Livingston game because he has been probably more firm. And he's probably felt a bit, Kind of not upset, but just come he's been unlucky to get missed, to missed out for a bad. He's just trying to manage game time. Uh, I don't see him the exchanging. I don't the the Moy situation. We've got a question on it, so I'll just wait to that time. But it's pretty similar to what they said. Apart from that, pretty routine. It wasn't too much. It wasn't the greatest performance, but three points in a clean sheet. On you go. Yep. Um, just the, our top ten then to conclude. Josh Campbell. Uh, obvious, obvious one this week. Number one, Josh Campbell with his 30 points. He's obviously a midfielder. In second place was Tav with his 15. Uh, Moy was 14. Uh, Fish at uh, Hibs, 14. He's a defender. Strain, 12 points. Obviously, a St. Mirren defender we've touched on. Uh, Yota, 12 points. Eli Yuan, uh, 12 points for the Hibs forward. Dandit at Ross County. We were probably not going to touch. Uh, he got 11. Uh, Glenn Kamara at Rangers, 11 points for him. Obviously, a midfielder annual. Also, a midfielder got 10 points, which gives us no goalkeepers, which is fairly consistent with um, previous game weeks. Uh, three defenders, which is surprisingly given the amount of clean sheets. Um, six midfielders and one forward. Yeah. Any thoughts on that, guys? No, I think if you had any Hibs assets this week, you would have you cashed in 
um, pretty handsomely, but um, some familiar names in there. Good strains, a differential. Um, seen him in a lot of teams, and um, that was good. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I thought it would have been more defenders with the amount of clean sheets, but I suppose the midfielders outscored them with assists and stuff like that. Uh, what I did see this week, a lot of people had Campbell on their bench, but they didn't. They don't, yeah. use, a, they don't use a bench trick player. So we've, we've lost out. I've seen a few teams on Twitter with that. They've, we've got a flame 15, so rather than use a bench trick player, they've lost out in a big major hall. Right, two questions. Well, the one question this week is from Gavin, and then loads of numbers again. Hey, what about Moy? I read half my three select players. So is it worth shifting one for him? So we've all got our opinions on this. I'll start with you, Donna, because you have your differential. So you actually called it last week. So opinions on Moy. Yeah, so it's it's all about form and, and whether you can see it lasting. Um, Celtic won't get penalties um, every week, um, so that will dry up. Um, but he is pretty nailed in terms of his position to Schnauz. So I guess most folk have got Kyogo and Jota and maybe the other one's a defender. So you're basically playing off whether Celtic will keep a clean sheet um, versus Moy getting a return. And Celtic do have good fixtures in the next three games. I think that you could easily see three clean sheets there. So Moy then has to assist or score to sort of better that. Um, so it's whether you fancy that or not. I would edge towards it. Like if I had a, a couple of free transfers, I probably would move to it. But as it stands, I'm not going to make that change because I need to work towards the double game weeks coming up. Um, it's a, it's a tough one. He's a player on form, and sometimes you just have to get on it because form can can stop um, quite quickly. Um, as I, as I say, if I had the transfers, I probably would try and get them in. But then I recommended them last week, and I didn't do anything about it. So it's just the way it goes. Well, Melvin, listen, you can see you brought him in. I said he's such a high score. There you go, Melvin. Oh well, uh, good to know. If I had one Celtic slot left, I would probably go from as well as you said form. But I don't, so I'm not wasting a transfer for Tati to him when. I've also, it's funny, back in my head, his age and the games we're playing week in, week out, it could be right. It could, you're not going to see LT news and Matt O'Reilly could be back in, no problem. David Tumble could be back in and play some, just a one-off game for a rest and it yeah. wouldn't surprise me. So just that in my head, I wouldn't do it. I, I think Tom had said something in the chat. Tom said you could buy him and bench him and use him as a bench trick player. But then that's losing one of your Celtic slots on the bench. To me, I, I wouldn't go down that road. I, I don't. I, I would totally. If you get a spare spot, I would go for it. But I don't, so I won't be going for it. That's my take on it. What about you, Tom? Yeah. So um, I seen an interesting stat on Twitter um, this week where it said uh, Taverni has now scored sixty-four penalties since arriving at Rangers, and Celtic have had sixty-four penalties in the last fifteen years. So that's maybe averaging maybe a couple of penalties a season. So I think that stat's been debunked already, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a wind-up. Was it? Uh, it was a wind-up. It was a wind-up. It was a 49th penalty. They've done it to get bites and it worked well because both sides are biting at it and trying to prove it wrong. The real me in. Great check, you think it fact checked, Tom? I know, I need to, um, need to check the stats. Is it not 65th goal? Something like that, but 39th oh, penalty? Something like that? Donnie, we would be telling about that. Nah, he's got 100 goals, I think. 
or close to 100. It was his 49th penalty. Um, yeah. All of them have been legitimate. Um, <laughs> so can't, can't really complain uh, about anything there. You get a highlight, he'll show all these pens, get them up so we can go through it with a VR machine. Right, aye, Tom, you get done there, Colin, brilliant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is to next? Right, so that was all the questions, so we'll go to fix it this weekend. So obviously there's two game weeks coming up, but the games tonight, we'll just concentrate this week and we'll cover the other fixtures when we come back. So we've got one team news early tonight, it'll be Ross County and Hibs, so I don't know if that makes them interested, maybe if Josh Campbell and Elizabeth starting. It could be the hot one to go for, but then Ross County just won, so I don't know. And then all tomorrow night, we've got Mother Wilson Johnson, Kilmarnock Dundee United, Hearts Rangers, Celtic Livingston, and Aberdeen St. Burn finish off the game week. So upon hearing the fixtures, I might know your captain, vice captain, transfer plans. And first of all, I take it, we come at you first, Donny, three Hearts, three Rangers? Yeah. Three Celtic? Yeah. Many Livingston? Nice. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> so I've, I'm three Hearts. Three Rangers, three Celtic, and three Livingston. So I've got the full set. So you can see the dilemma coming forward. Transfer. Yeah. What, what would you do first? Um, so it's, it's this kind of situation where I'm almost forced into making two changes this game week. I think because the next game week comes on Saturday, it never feels as so sore um, because I'll be able to get them back. I want to replace Kelly and Snodgrass, but midfield's not a great position across the rest of the teams. I mean, looking down at the squads, there's nobody stands out in midfield other than what we've already got. Um, other than Hibs, um, you, you could take there, look at the team news there, you might want to punt on that, taking Campbell, but that's a change I want to make. Don't really want to get rid of Sean Kelly or Cochrane. You know, I'll just bench them, um, get past midweek and then see where we're at at the other end. I've also got Morelos. I think his game time's limited. Um, so I might want to make a change there, Tillman. So I've got a few holes that I need to fix. But this could be the game we can make two changes um, just to ease off Hearts and Livingston. Captain, vice-captain-wise, I think Tavki will go. No reason to switch off of that. It should, should get some points. Um, this game week, but the, the transfers is going to be a tricky one. As I say, there's not a lot of value in midfield. Maybe we have to revisit that top 10 again, see what names were shouting out at me. Josh Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> but just, just on that, there's going to be a lot of players that are engaged with similar situation when they're yes. players owed to these teams. So unless they've been planning towards I very much doubt they will not have done. So I wouldn't be too scared about Lost in that much ground. Do you have, do you have three, two free transfers or is that you burn the hat? No, no, I'll just have the one, so it would be a minus four. Um, but, you know, I might just have to take it. I can't see any way out, sit out of it at the moment. So we'll see what it's like at half six and we'll go from there. Right, Tom, how many players do you got from the four clubs first and then what will you do? I've got two Rangers, two Celtic, one Livingston, and three Hearts. So you're set up not too bad then, I suppose. So yeah, the not too plans? bad then. Um, I'm not too sure in the transfer plans. I know I'm definitely going to captain Tav, vice-captain Kyogo, because I think Kyogo should get some goals with a home game against Livingston. And um, after last week's holiday, I'm a bit uncertain about coming off Tav just yet. So um, probably stick with that. I don't know. Um, Livingston's fixtures aren't great, so I was thinking maybe get rid of Kelly in favour of uh, Johnson. That's, like, that's something I'm considering. 
However, obviously, I've got the Carson situation. That's a concern. Uh, and also, Ginelli is his um, position now under threat in the heart starting 11. So that's a concern too. I've got the, the Duke, who's um, you know, Aberdeen aren't in great form. So that's another consideration as well. So um, it only really has to do is for the next three game weeks anyway, because then the wild cards are going to come into play. So it's, I don't really have to think too long term. So I might just go uh, Johnson at Selleck and be done with it. the players you mentioned that probably the safest safest bet or the closest safest bet to potential a clean sheet I think so it's it sound I suppose hey I'm Captain Tav and I am Vice Captain Pugo as well transfer plans we can allude to earlier on I've got three Livingston players I don't want to be Livingston players anymore I know they play in the blank but uh, so the other teams so I was thinking of two things I was maybe going to change Anderson to Van Veen because he's got St Johnson but I can't quite stretch it so if I wanted to do that it would need a minus. I don't think it's worth it for Van Vienen, so I'm not going to bother with that one. I could also double up St Mirren, defence and bench one, because Strain's going to be playing because he's probably the most chance of return both ends of the pitch. Bench one, go with that. But the other one is Montano, who's lost his position. His place seems to be, he's gone, so I'll be losing value him week to week. But who do you bring in midfield? I mean, the only one that kind of stands out from the teams would be either Matt O'Hara or do I take a one-week punt and bring in a Livingston, I'm not Livingston, a Hibs midfielder once I see the team against Ross County, and then you can just I can move for there going forward. That's what I'm thinking, but I'll wait to see team news before I make a call on it. All right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is. Right, that is us finished then. We will be back next week, and we will also cover on two game weeks, so we will probably post for questions before the game week online so we can kind of answer, because we'll do a podcast, so we'll try our best to help you online. Donnie's always... Then about for the day because he's got limited tea breaks, and I'll see him when I come in. So if I will post, I probably post a tweet maybe on the Thursday night, I think, and say if you want to ask questions for coming game week, I'm away up. That's probably the best way around it. We won't be podcasting, yeah. So that's the best way to do it. So get your plugs in, guys. Donnie, where can we find you? I am at ffs underscore Donnie and Tom. I am at ffs underscore Scout. Um, at Fantasy Half so I'm going to get off this quite quick and get this online so these lovely listeners can hear it before the deadline so goodbye bye now bye bye catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.